Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Jamison Emling. Jamison Emling is a marine entrepreneur and sales professional. Utilizing skills from every verticals he's involved in, he is able to create unique approaches in his industries. Through various networks around the country, he's created a spiderweb approach to growing his enterprises. Well, good afternoon, Jamison. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Awesome. This is great, Jameson. Appreciate having another fellow veteran, but not only just a veteran, a fellow Marine. Thank you for your service. And you just recently moved to Kansas City, so thank you for being a Kansas City in now as well. So you certainly have been a trailblazer in your career. I was looking your profile over and from being both on the business development side and the entrepreneur side. Can you share with us what drives you to do what you do? Yeah, of course. So as you know, Brian, uh, I'm in the Marine Corps currently. I've spent 13 years of my life in the Marine Corps, currently serving as a Marine for Life rep in the reserve. It's a, pretty much a remote gig. As you can appreciate, with 13 years in the service, it's uh, it's about as much leadership as I need from the perspective of being led. So I constantly ask myself, both in the professional world and in my military career, when I'm, when I'm being led by others, I ask myself, could I do this better? And I certainly don't think that I'm perfect, not by any means. But I do know that it's been relatively easy for me to stand out amongst my peer group. And I think a lot of that is because those who haven't served, especially in the millennial generation, do not have a lot of face-to-face interaction. So being relatively young and energetic and having that kind of the Marine Corps mindset, the go-getter mentality, I've been able to find myself in front of the right people at the right time. And my dad has always raised me to know that if I can do something better, if I think I could do something better, that is kind of my duty to try. With that, anytime there was a vertical that I thought needed my help or I thought that I could have a nice impact on, I went after it. So there's kind of the various verticals that I've found myself a part of, whether it be businesses that I've run or businesses that I've been partnered in. I tried to, we tried be at the forefront of the technology space, the forefront of the service space, and utilize that as our leverage to have a competitive advantage over our competitors. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. Again, like the Marine Corps says, the energy, the can-do attitude, those adjectives apply to what you just explained. So thank you again. Jameson, I want to jump in and talk about your current engagements. You're helping companies save money, their bottom line, with both your pillar payments and your TRG consultant company. Are you leveraging any new or emerging technologies to help pass those savings on to your clients? Absolutely. So we'll start with Pillar Payments because that is the older of the two companies. That's founded in 2016 by two of my partners. We have grown together as a team. Our first month in business, we facilitated $15,000 in payments. And this year we're on track to be well over a billion dollars in payment processing, which is pretty incredible growth for such a short period of time. The reason that we've been able to be so successful is mainly because we we created a back-end agnostic software that is able to manipulate interchange charged by Visa and MasterCard, which is very, very in-depth, but the very, very high service, what we're able to impact is the raw cost, the raw wholesale from Visa and MasterCard. By being able to manipulate that, we're actually able to lower the cost of goods for our customers. Traditionally, this has been done in the past, but it's only been done in a gateway basis. We can do it agnostically, as I mentioned before, and it happens at the front end rather than the back end. So it's been pretty revolutionary. It took us basically three years of starting a year before we incorporated to two years in to get this up and running, but it's been so successful that we actually haven't spent a dime on marketing or advertisement. All of our success has strictly been word of mouth, warm introductions from friends or new people to the network. And I think that's really pivotal for me to have moved from Chicago to Kansas City and kind of start a new network. 
with TRG Consultants, that whole company was really born out of the idea that Pillar Payments was, was brought on, which was people don't want to be cold called. People want to do business with you when somebody else will advocate on your behalf. And so TRG, which actually stands for the referral group, is completely predicated on being referred in to new business. And I really realized that when it comes to most large businesses, P&L, the largest expense that any corporation has is going to likely be their healthcare. Literally, General Motors spent more money on healthcare last year than they did on steel, which uh, really makes it seem like they're more like a healthcare company that's doing that's automotive manufacturing on the side. But what we've been able to do, and it's really exciting and actually referenced by uh, the president recently, is we're able to kind of cut out the middlemen in healthcare, which is your Blue Cross Blue Shield, your Cigna, your Aetna, and we go directly to the manufacturer, so to speak. In this case, the manufacturer would be your surgeons, your physicians, and your medications providers. Year over year, pharmacy benefit managers or PBMs are these little firms that manage your prescriptions. But when you look at the index of companies that are successful, you'll find these pharmacy benefit managers are going up and up and up in their revenue. But the actual manufacturers are staying relatively flat. Well, the reason that is, is because the manufacturers are marking up their drugs, the pharmacy benefit managers are. So what we're able to do is literally trim that fat off. We broker and we consult on behalf of the client, on behalf of the client's employees. And we say, look, we can do this better. We can source you medications directly from the manufacturer and we can trim off a pretty substantial amount. To date, this has been to the tune of $500 to $1,000 per employee per year, which to put into perspective, a company like Sears that might have 10,000 employees utilizing healthcare, you're looking at about a $10 million savings year over year. That's awesome. You know, there's been a big push around healthcare and the, the rising costs and people are actually looking to see where that cost is. And sure enough, and in fact, I'm going to give a little plug. I had someone on my podcast a few months ago, Dave Chase, and he's the founder of Health Rosetta. And, you know, I should probably connect. You I to have you. his book sitting next to me. Oh, wow. Okay. Restoring the American dream. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Okay, great. So Jameson, as you know, this global pandemic has really changed how we are doing business. Did this pandemic force you to change your business strategy at all, or maybe even increase or lower the demand for your product? So the irony there, Brian, is that six months prior to the, the stirrings of the pandemic was when TRG really found its footing. And it really reinforced to me when businesses started shutting down, which of course affects my ability to facilitate payments on behalf of my customers when they're not even allowing being allowed to do business. But it reinforced to me that any entrepreneur out there needs to make sure he's diversifying his streams of income. But that being said, everyone right now is grasping at straws to cut costs. And the last thing we want to do is for them is, of course, to cut their employees if they don't have to. So being able to reduce their spend, whether it's reducing the fees charged to them from a credit card provider or whether it's reducing their largest P&L light on them, which is healthcare, we've been pretty instrumental in helping some of these uh, businesses survive. And the ones that are really hurting, we're helping them kind of crawl out of the ditch that they fell into after COVID. So it is certainly an unprecedented time. Nobody could have prepared for the last six months. But we certainly now know that we need to prepare for the next six and the next six years and the next you know, six decades because things like this could pop up more and more. And there's just never, there's really no, no way for you to truly be prepared. So you just have to be diverse and have an opportunity to constantly change up the way you're doing business and change up who you're doing business with. Because again, if you have all of your eggs in one basket, it could be a very rough year for you. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. Jameson, this is the, probably the most important and last question I have for you. Our audience really wants to know about you, right? So can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to jump into entrepreneurship? 
Absolutely. One of my favorite quotes that is a, a model that I live by is uh, the nine to five pays the bills and uh, the six to 10 builds the empire. And truly what I mean by that is it is definitely a huge risk, albeit a huge reward starting your own business, but it is very dangerous. If you have a professional career and you're looking at laying it all on the line, find a way to not have to. I've been managing a, a day job for the last 10 years, including and aside from the Marine Corps, and I've excelled at it. And I've always made sure that no matter what I'm doing on the side, until it can sustain my lifestyle 10 times over, I'm not gonna jump ship on working for others. Because to be honest, it's a great way to keep yourself humble and to keep yourself accountable. So I have always kind of dipped my feet in both pools, the, which is the W2 nine to five income. And then of course, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit where you're building businesses and trying to make real impact in the world. You can definitely have both and you can do both successfully. And as long as you divide your time appropriately, there's enough time to do both of those famously. Jameson, thank you for sharing. I really appreciate that. You're very succinct in your response to that. And I think that's going to very much resonate with our audience. So thank you. Of course. Jameson, it was a pleasure having you on today. I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Likewise, Brian. Bye for now.